Hey everyone. Well, I asked Mama to come on the show and visit with me about one of her favorite movies from my love story series, which celebrates my book. It's a love story and it's three years old this month. I can't believe it. But today we discussed the rom-com, My Best Friend's Wedding. Did you know that My Best Friend's Wedding is also celebrating an anniversary? It's 25 years old. Can you believe it's been that long since we felt horrible for sort of rooting for Jules to steal Michael back from Kimmy? Just listen to this storyline. Childhood friends Jules Potter and Michael O'Neill had a deal to marry each other if they were still single by age 28. Now, four days before her 28th birthday, Michael announces that he's marrying a gorgeous 20-year-old named Kimmy. Suddenly realizing that she's actually in love with him, Jules vows to stop the wedding at all costs. However, when she's appointed maid of honor, things get even more complex. My best friend's wedding taught us, if you love someone, you say it right then out loud. We learn that you can be chartreuse with envy. The best place to have an intervention is an elevator. Diabolical plans to screw up a wedding rarely work. And you're never gonna be jello. But most importantly, mama tells us that sucking an engagement ring off a finger is attractive. I've never personally experienced this phenomenon and I didn't ask my mother how she knew because I was too busy hiding behind a couch cushion to find out. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 261 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with Mama. You've been, it's been a while, Mama, since you've been on the podcast. How long? I think, since, I think May of last year, maybe. Oh my gosh, what was it? What did we do? Well, we did, and it's, it's a love story, like we're doing right now, the series that corresponds with my book. That also came out in April, but it came out in April of 2019. Can you believe it's been three years? Cannot believe it. The second book came out. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm. The oh, first crazy. book is four years old. My gosh. Wow. You mean I'm that much older than I was then? I yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and I've had, I've had a couple of people say, when are you going to write the next book? And I said, Lord. I don't, I don't. I think all that I had to say was I shoved it in those two, but I but I like that the second book was about love, and we can continue the series on love stories because you and I both love romantic comedies, and I like that you're willing to do these with me, and you're also willing to be very open about well, what would you like me to watch, or what would you like me to um, talk about, and so. This time we picked My Best Friend's Wedding, which is one of my favorites, I would say, of all the Julie Roberts movies. I know some people, Laura included, would say Notting Hill ranks above My Best Friend's Wedding, but I just liked My Best Friend's Wedding better, and I want to say I think it's because of two reasons. Number one, Cameron Diaz, 
loved her in this movie. And number two, I think the soundtrack was helped helped me love the movie that much more. I agree. You were really nice to rewatch it. It is on Netflix if anybody right now, if anybody would like to go back and watch it. But I already did a little bit of an intro of what this is, My Best Friend's Wedding, what it's about. But why don't you say in your words, Mom, what you, if you had to kind of sum up the movie in a couple of sentences, how, how would you describe it? I love Julia Roberts. Yeah, she's good. In fact, in fact, I'll have to say this. In, when it first started, I, I looked at all, all of the cast members, and I really wasn't, uh, you know, I didn't know that uh, the one that plays Michael, I didn't really mm-hmm. know him. Of mm-hmm. course, I knew Cameron Diaz. I love her. And then uh, I didn't know the uh, Rupert. Her, yeah, Rupert Everett, her friend George. Everett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her friend George. But then, um, to, to sum it sum it all up, it it started out. I fell in love with every single one of the characters. Yeah. Every single one had me captured. I loved the movie. I still like Pretty Woman, and I still like Notting Hill. But mm. this one absolutely was. It, it would catch you off guard, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, and I didn't want Julia to be so devious and and undermining and and uh, and I'm, I'm thinking, come on, Julia, come on, you're you're not this mean, you're not this mean, and uh, and then it just it went on to you you just you get so upset and then you love her and then mm-hmm. you cry and then mm-hmm. I mean all of those emotions come into play with poor poor Cameron, poor Cammy. Cammy. And, 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 and then poor Michael. And then poor, you know, the poor the the cousin who got her tongue stuck on the sculpture. And you know, to the to, I mean just right now that sculpture was named and I keep forgetting, was it David? Yeah, the David. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the David. And uh but and and see I'm I'm veering off and this is what I do, Lindsay. You'll have to reel me back in. But I noticed where they used a hair dryer. Now they had to have had a long extension cord. Right. For that hair dryer. And see these are things that just come to my mind like uh, you know, when I told you to take the hair dryer and warm your feet up, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and they were doing that to get her tongue unstuck. And I thought, how? What? That's genius. And so anyway. All right. So it's now, important was, to know where your long extension cords are in case exactly. you have an emergency on, you're, you're on a wedding day. Right. But I, as far as the, the beginning and the ending, it. It began uh, uh, exciting. It was an exciting beginning, and it mm-hmm. was a it was a very exciting ending. And with everything in the middle, made you laugh uncontrollably, mm-hmm. made you cry, mm-hmm. made you. Um, I think that's uh, the. I think that's what makes my best friend's wedding an atypical romantic comedy because you feel. Like you want to be rooting for Julia Roberts. Yes. Jules is her character names. You want to root for Jules, but if you're rooting for Jules, then you're rooting for the villain. 
and that just feels wrong. But she's the primary character, and so you want her to be with Michael because she allegedly has just decided, oh my gosh, he's the one. How have I not seen it? We are clearly meant to be together, and now he's choosing this, you know, little pastel-wearing Chicagoite who's still in college. That doesn't make sense, but Kimmy is so... It, it, in the movie, she, she is said, so precious. She's so precious, and you precious. never hate her because she does. She's not doing anything wrong. She's just yeah. rolling with the flow, right? And and, she, and I think at one point Julia says, if she, you know, if I wasn't supposed to hate her, I would adore her uh-huh. because she's just so darling, and so is her family. Uh huh. The, the the whole family was darling, and the, and see, you're saying. You don't want to, you, you felt guilty rooting for Julia and because she was doing these horrible things. But mm-hmm. then, and then you think, okay, she's, when she flipped out of her chair while she was doing that, just a, that email that was so, so condemning, mm-hmm. you know, to her family awful. and an awful, awful. And then she flips out of her chair and then you laugh. And then you say, why am I laughing? She should not be doing that. Right. And I'm laughing. I'm laughing big time because she fell out of her chair. And in the meantime, she's doing something very, very bad. Diabolical. Mm-hmm. And, and, and another another thought that comes to mind that helps helps follow through with this feeling that we have is the karaoke scene. Where Jules learns that Kimmy hates karaoke, does not like to sing karaoke, doesn't want to stand in front of the audience. And Jules calls the audience's attention and, hey, everybody, hey, everybody, I've got someone. And you think she's going to hand the phone, hand the microphone to Michael. Uh But instead, Uh she says, it's Kimmy. And Kimmy is awful. She's very tone deaf. I read an article that said this was actual Cameron Diaz that she has a fear of being in front of big, huge audiences and she cannot sing. She says that she's tone deaf. And so they actually just filmed it live. And as, as the song goes on, you see this shift because you think that Kimmy's going to get so embarrassed that she leaves, but there's a shift where she kind of just, throws her hands up in the air and says, all right, I'm doing this. And, this and she keeps going on. And Michael stares at her uh-huh. in awe because he loves that she's, she's doing it. She's facing her fear. Mm-hmm. And then the entire bar starts clapping along with her and encouraging yeah. her in that way. And none of that was staged. It was all very real. Yes. And, but at the end, Michael says to her he kisses her and then pulls away and says that was awful that was so awful uh-huh. and then he kisses her again so he's not trying to appease her and then Julia ends up smiling thinking oh look how cute she is but at the same time oh I've got to I've got to I've, I've got to bring out some bigger guns which was that yes, awful that's email. Right because uh, she that one bombed on her uh, and I also read, you know, all of these characters, um, the the cast got they met up again in 2019, I believe it was, mm-hmm. and uh, talked about talked about this movie, and all of them are still, uh, you know, they're friends, but yeah. but Julia and uh, Michael, well, Jules and Michael, uh, 
they're they're very very close friends and even when the song that he sang while mm-hmm. uh, they were on the ferry um mm-hmm. the way you so, look tonight uh, the way you look tonight uh she said and this is in, this is real uh, she said that when that song comes on or she hears it, she'll pick up the phone and call him and he'll do the Aww. same thing with her. Isn't that, isn't that sweet? It really so sweet. is. Yeah. But do you think, I know that George, her friend, stole the show it. in a lot of ways. And I want to talk about him in a minute. But I think another moment, another pair who stole the show, you mentioned them before with those debutante sisters from Nashville. <laughs> Oh, and so how they have their daffodil wedding uh-huh. bridesmaids dresses on. And oh, did yes, you notice at the end when they were at the reception, they pulled up in the front like a curtain. They just, their, their dresses came up from the ground and pulled up and it showed their legs. These are the little things that I pick up on too. See, I guess, like you pick up on that. And Lindsay, I will have to go back and look at that because <laughs> no, I did not pick up on that. I it's did very not. cute. It's like you, it's like you pull the curtains open and they just boop oh, and show my their knees. Gosh. It's whenever they are singing the way you look tonight. Yeah. Cause that's yeah. the end. She says, right this the is end. on loan until you can find your own songs. Yes. Uh-huh. Very at sweet. The reception. And the other time I think that stole the moment was the brother and his friends when they were sucking the helium. Sucking the helium. <laughs> oh yes, haven't we always all done that before? Uh, <laughs> have you? I have. Oh great. <laughs> I was I was a juvenile. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Let's talk about the soundtrack. I it's it's Burt Bacharach is all Bert over Baccarat. it. Burt Bacharach. And I think the opening, Wishing and Hoping, uh-huh. is absolutely adorable. The uh-huh. other thing that sticks out for me is I say a little prayer for you. And that's when they're in the the Shake Shack or the Crab Shack or whatever, uh-huh. where they're all, uh-huh. which also is funny to me that these people have just gone to the, the big, huge, fine church and Kimmy's family is wealthy. Uh-huh. I mean, his, her dad owns the or has some sort of association with the baseball team in Chicago, and they he, go he to owns the, the crab- white so- Yeah, he yeah. owns the white socks. And they go to the crab shack uh-huh. <laughs> afterwards to eat. Uh-huh. That just felt uh-huh. so random to me uh-huh. that they're all picking at their crab and everything. But then. Again, it's George trying to make Michael jealous by saying he is Jules's fiance, and so he starts a little sing along with "I say a little prayer for you," and the entire family jumps in and Jump sings in. with him. That moment there, and when he's at the church, when he says, "Love it, love the bag, love the shoes, love it," mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. he's sweet little chocolate covered Kimmy. I think it's, I think he's perfectly cast and the chemistry there between them as friends was really solid and believable. Oh yeah. I, I, you know, the first time I watched it, oh, I really, I was more into Julia Roberts and Cameron Mm -hmm. Diaz and I, I didn't pay that much attention to him, but when I rewatched this, he he had a lot of main, I mean, like the time that, that he told uh, Julia, Jules, mm-hmm. 
said, you know, just, and, and he was always good. Actually, he had her back and yeah. he saved, he was the one that saved her. Yeah. He really he's, did. He saved he's her. the voice of reason in this movie. Yes, he and was. he's constantly the voice of reason. Right. And he movie. would say, just tell him, just tell him you loved him for nine years, but you were afraid of love. Mm-hmm. Just tell him that. Or just mm-hmm. tell him you love him. And, and he, he was always, you know. And then he would say, when she called him just panicking and all this while he's on the phone with his book club or whatever he's doing, you know, and he says, wait a minute, what are you saying? What are you saying? I mean, uh, okay, what's happening here? Okay. Kimmy, uh, Michael is chasing Chasing Kimmy Kimmy. and you're, you're you're chasing chasing Michael Michael. and who's chasing you, Jules? Who's chasing you? No one. I mean, that is, that is testimony. That is a good word for some people to hear. That's right. And who's chasing you? Who's chasing you? No one. No one, Mm, Jules. mm. And that's also... I feel like he is the voice of reason that the viewer needs to hear too. Because yeah. you think, oh man, we want she don't don't kiss somebody on their wedding day in the mm-hmm. gazebo, the bride will see. I, I mean that's that is the part that is whenever he's saying, You're exactly what you said. Michael's chasing Kimmy. You're chasing Michael. Who's chasing you? Nobody. That's what we all need to hear in that moment. Because mm-hmm. she's spinning out of control. And we she all is. need to get back on track that Michael loves Kimmy the end. She yeah. she missed her shot. And that's yeah. why this romantic comedy is sweet and sour. Because it is a yeah. romance. But it's a romance between Kimmy and Michael. Right. And it's and a it- friendship between Jules and Michael and Jules and George. And eventually mm-hmm. Jules and Kimmy too. But... That's, that's the, I mean, the, the, the big bow around this is, you you know, you miss all the shots you don't take. Well, you know, and I thought about that too, because, you know, I I got to thinking, okay, Jules, okay, you messed up. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're beautiful. uh, And, uh, you know, just, just a great person, really, but not really because, she was very, she's fickle, selfish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she loved herself too much mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to even make a commitment in nine years, in nine years to Michael. It was like, yeah, okay, hey, hey, Michael, yeah, let's get together and, you know, do our thing and then not see each other for years and years and mm-hmm. then get back. And then she the just absolutely, he... eventually, she she just missed she just missed that wonderful life that passed her up in four days right. of the, and, that wedding. And you, I, I've gone back and forth on this, too, and I want to ask your opinion. If You know, they're on that boat. Yeah, and the ferry. And as long as he's, he's humming the song, mm-hmm. and he is saying, you know, Kimmy says, if you love someone, you mm-hmm. say it. Otherwise, the moment passes you by. Did you think that for a minute, if she had said, I love you, he would have said, I love you too, and they would have ended up together? They might have, yeah. Or do you think he's hardcore loved Kimmy and they're still together today, 25 years later? Well, okay, that's kind of hard for me me to think about, I mean, answer that because... 
I would rather she, Michael be with Kimmy. Oh, me too. Yeah. No doubt about and it. So I like to think that Michael probably really wanted to be with Jules this entire time and eventually knew it wasn't going to happen and just, I don't know, maybe they backburnered each other. But then Kimmy came into his life and he said, wait, no, this is it. Mm-hmm. And he wanted Jules to be a part of it because, like you said, you're my best friend. No, I want you to be friend. there. It's going to be great. And then when but she realized that she couldn't have him anymore, all of a sudden she thinks, she oh, wanted wait, him. I yeah. do love him. Wait, I know him better, way more than little uh-huh. Miss Thing over there. I mean, yeah. it made she, for our, a Remember great, when she said, choose me, choose yeah. me, choose, choose me. me. She was mean and, and totally selfish at that point. But right. see, I don't really think that when he called her and asked her, you know, I have something to tell you, which was, you know, he's getting married. Uh, and she, you know, flipped off the bed, I think, at that point. Mm-hmm. She did a, several flippings. And so uh, they, it caught her off guard, totally yeah. off guard. Yeah. She didn't even know. She was in a panic. She didn't know what to do. So she had to. And she had to pull George in to keep mm-hmm. her going. Yes. And he's the one. He's the one that in the end saved her. He, because he, He's a good friend because he does come in and help her. But the entire time he's in there helping her, he's speaking truth to her too. He is. Because another he thing is. he said is um, it's amazing the clarity that comes with psychotic jealousy. Yes. Uh-huh. And as she's you know, spiraling down on wedding day. And she finally gets to a point where she sees Michael so sad that Uh Kimmy has found Jules kissing him on their wedding day at their, Uh at her parents' house. Uh That was a moment that I appreciated too in the stadium where Jules finds Kimmy in the bathroom and Kimmy kind of stands up for herself and says, well, she does because she said, what did she call her? She said a, Two-faced, big-haired food critic. Food critic. (laughs) That's what it was, and and and, I mean, and uh, I loved it because you would think they were fixing to get into a big brawl, and then the other girl says cat fight, but it ended up that you know uh, I was glad for Kimmy. I was glad she took up for herself finally, Mm -hmm. finally, because she had not even when Julia was talking about. Uh, you know, you, he's not creme brulee. He's, <laughs> he's jello. You know, he, he's jello. And she goes, I like jello. I, I like jello. You know, like you're never going to be jello. You're never going to be jello. You're always going to be creme brulee. (laughs) All these things that I do. You need to put that on a cross stitch pillow. You're never going to be jello. You're creme brulee. Do you have any um, lessons learned from my best friend's wedding that you'll take away? Well, the only thing that I think that I learned was, you know, you. You can be, you know, you can be arrogant and you can be selfish and you can be, think you know what you want, but in the end, when you are least expecting it uh, Mm. and it's been a a piece of cake for you for like nine years, Mm -hmm. like, okay, you know, hey, Michael, and then no Michael. 
hey, mm-hmm. Michael, you know, and any time he was at her beck and call, and then all of a sudden, uh-uh, you've lost it because too much water went under the bridge, mm-hmm. you know, and that ship yep. sailed. I would so say. So I think, I just think that, it, you know, uh, and there are a lot of people who are this way, who are arrogant, who are selfless, uh, selfish, and who are too full of themselves. So you you're know? saying so, if you've got that best friend in your life right now and you're ignoring them, hey, you need to snap, snap attention uh-huh. and maybe go tell them you love them. Uh-huh. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think I was. Uh-huh. I think I was. Yeah. I think uh-huh. a lesson I learned is that I can never have Julia Roberts' hair, and I should quit wishing for it and hoping for it. Oh, that big hair? Oh, <laughs> as Kimmy said, hair. her hair. I would no, also uh, suggest uh, that you never try on someone else's wedding ring. Oh, how cool. How cool. Stuck, Oh, but then, but I loved, but I loved how he got that off. Mother What did I say? (laughs) There is nothing wrong with sucking on somebody's (laughs) finger. (laughs) Forever and ever, we say in my heart and I will love you forever and ever. We never were part of how I love you too. Forever, that's how it must be To live without you Would only mean heartbreak for me Y'all, it's a trip recording with mom, as you can tell. I appreciate her coming on the show and making me laugh. After several days of feeling like I've been stuck in one of those allergy commercials where the oversized flower is beating you with pollen, man, it has been a tough time. Go away, pollen. But I enjoy recording this love story series. And if you're still listening right now, feel free to message me and request a movie you'd like for me to cover. And while you're on your device, you know one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books. The first one is Why I Hate Green Beans. It's four years old. And the second one, as we've mentioned, sponsors this episode. It's a love story. It's going to be three years old on April 30th. That just blows my mind. You can find them wherever books are sold most of the time. Sometimes if you go to Barnes & Noble, they don't really have them because I'm not that big of a deal but definitely online and probably your local used bookstore. Half Price Books always has a few. I love that. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there until we're together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever. We love you forever. I never, we never were part of how I love you.